with your vintage music Coming through satellites while cruising You're part of the past but now you're the future Signals crossing can get confusing It's enough just to make you feel crazy, crazy, crazy Sometimes it's enough just to make you feel crazy You get ready, you get all dressed up To go nowhere in particular Back to work or the coffee shop Doesn't matter cause it's enough to be
You're listening to the Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire on Open Lines Radio. My name is Mark. I'll be your camp host. I'm so glad you made it. Welcome. Uh, this is episode 20 of the Virtual Campfire uh, that we did back in November. I think it was November 4th, 2016 with Angie Barrett, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. It's a really good one. I'm really glad you're here listening because even a couple years later it's still very relevant to probably all of us but before i get to that i just want to take a minute to just acknowledge how happy i am with how open lines radio is going and there are a couple of ways you can listen to open lines radio however you're listening to it right now is of course one way i'm not sure how that is but you can listen um, you can listen live on Mixler, and if you if you're into the live broadcast, now the only problem is is we kind of we kind of go with an intuition. It's kind of an intuitive um, run, intuitively run radio station where there's not really a set time. I started doing it with set times, and it just became too much. It, it just felt forced. So we just they just air when they air. So the best thing you can do is download the Mixler app, M-I-X-L-R, and follow Art Bell is Dead. And then whenever we go live, you'll get the notification that we're live. And if you you have the chance to listen live, you can do so. Uh, Another great way to catch up on replays is uh, SoundCloud. If you download the SoundCloud app and follow Open Lines Radio, You can also, we are on Stitcher, which is a podcast um, platform. So if you use a a Stitcher, if you use a Stitcher app or a a Stitcher-based app for uh, the other podcasts that you listen to, uh, follow, go look for Open Lines Radio and subscribe to that feed. Um, We're on there. And what else? Uh, iTunes. I, I submitted it to iTunes a long time ago, and it didn't go through, so I submitted it again yesterday. So hopefully in the next couple days, you will also be able to listen on iTunes. So, And then you can always go to artbellisdead.com. Everything is there. You can listen from there. So there, are, there's no excuse to not be listening. <laughs> there's so many ways to do it. So pick one of those. Find your favorite. Find which way is the most convenient. And you can even listen to um, the replays on the Mixler app, I believe. So you don't have to have two apps. But I like SoundCloud for some reason because you get you get a lot of other stuff on there too, other than us, or or Stitcher. I I follow on all the platforms. Follow myself. So we've got some great programming. We've got. I'm really happy. It's really like we've got such an eclectic group of voices, (laughs) and it's only growing and will continue to grow, and. Uh, if if you listen to the Sainted Path the other night, you can h- hear Soraya the Great going to new levels. If you've been listening to Fireside Chats, you've heard Hannah, also known as Roadside Shaman, taking it to taking us to new levels, places I never imagined we'd go. Uh, and then we've got a new show, um, Sabbat Shalom, with Brother Doug, and that's kind of a little different. That kind of takes us in a different direction, and I kind of I like that. I like that uh, it's everything's so different. Uh, and Open Lions with Holly and Mark will be back next week. Holly has been preparing for uh, Desert Days this weekend. 
she's going to be selling her wares and whatnot, and um, she'll be there this weekend. So she's been getting ready for that. She's been putting her energy into that. So we've put open lines with Holly and Mark on a, it's been on a brief hiatus while she's been preparing for that, but it'll be back probably next week and hopefully more, hopefully more. Um, and in between, we work. We like to work in uh, in between our our, uh, our our live broadcast with our, our our new friends. We like to work in some of these old broadcasts of the Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire, uh, and also you know we do some other things. So so follow us. We have a good time here. All right, let's get to Angie. She's got some things she said two years ago, and she's got some things. We need to hear two years later, which is why these have been saved for this very moment to cross your ears. So let's just get to it. From her cell, From her cell phone. In can telephone to your ears as the soothing voice of angelic love Ms. Angie Barrett ramble on so sorry about that friends <laughs> live radio with a rookie at the helm I pushed the wrong button I want you to hear that again um, I apologize from her cell phone in Virginia Beach to a satellite clear above planet Earth beamed down to my computer where it was converted into a digital file to transmit through a tin can telephone to your ears as the soothing voice of angelic love Ms. Angie Barrett ramble on I'm just a rambling hobo I ramble all along I'm just a rambling hobo, I ramble all alone, ain't got no one to love me, no place to call my home. The way you're coping with life now compared to when I first met you is so much <laughs> different and like cooler and calmer and like what changed in your life in just that brief amount of time that like what what was it that clicked what was the, the light switch that it was like oh it could it doesn't i can i can handle this um well you know what i have to say it was uh, meditation okay definitely um i went through so much so much like within just for, since knowing you like so many things there's been like a death there's been a funeral there's been uh, graduations and new jobs and and I think if I didn't have that regular practice of meditation, um, I, I wouldn't have been coping with it as much as well as I am now. So that's something that you've just started doing recently then? Yeah, yeah. I started back in July when I started at the ARE. Um, and they give you about like half an hour to meditate every day. So I took advantage of it. And that's basically what I've been doing. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, something that like it's like so like if if people would just give their employees a, a half hour to meditate a day, how what, how much more productive everyone would be? Well, uh, they would actually have to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but 
but you know what? When you do, it, it makes a, a huge difference. So what is your what is your meditating practice like now? Do you do are you like multiple times? Are you constantly meditating at this point, um, or I, I, do you set aside space? I don't even know what I'm doing to be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm just kind of feeling my way out. I've always thought that. Um, I don't know if you read too much into it or if you study on it or you try to do – I think it's just better to just go for it yourself and figure it out for yourself and then go from there. Right, You're with your with your meditation. I think so too. I think so too. I've always kind of um, pulled away from, like, guided meditations. and I just kind of like to go freestyle on my own in the moment. Yeah, you just got to try different things and see um, what suits you. So I just kind of – I started out just by sitting there and um, – that sound, sounds easy, but it's not. <laughs> right. I know. No, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. So that's how mine started out. And um, I think it was just that struggle to, to quiet, I guess, quiet your mind. And then after that, it just, you know, just it, it's easy for me now. Easier. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's easier. S- something's occurring to me. I wonder if that's why in like uh, doctor's office waiting rooms, there's always like some either mindless television or like numbing music and that's so you don't go mad just sitting there (laughs) yeah you gotta have uh people are very uncomfortable um you gotta have some something going on in the background even when i'm here alone at the house if if i'm not watching anything i'll put netflix on just to have something in the background yeah 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 i've been doing that i've been i've been sleeping to cheers (laughs) that might sound weird but i put that's what i put on to sleep Instead of like ocean sounds, I just put on Cheers, <laughs> and I don't watch hey, it. I works. just listen to it in the background. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's that's funny. So, so you're talking about um, is it, you call it ARE or do you call it R? I mean, I because I, I've only um, never seen called, it, <laughs> I've never heard it. Yeah, yeah. It it's called um, the ARE, and it's um, the Association for Research and Enlightenment. And that's so, associated with Edgar Casey, right? Yeah, that's where I work, and um, it it was it was created by um, people who supported Edgar Casey's um, methods of mind, body, spirit. Uh, so they created this this association so they could help um, bring that into people's lives. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now you yeah. have a you have a un- kind of a unique story about working there don't you like weren't you working there part-time and and having to find another job just to support (laughs) working there isn't that you've got a story about about and no it's Um, i really i really like it because it's kind of like not compromising you know I, i like this story it's just like it's an amazing story because the are not so much the are but edgar casey has I wouldn't say he's been a big part of my life, but he has influenced my life a lot. Just reading like his life story, um, there is a river. It it was just amazing to me. And he is one of the um, he, well, he's considered like one of the founders of the modern New Age movement. So back in like the late 1800s, early 1900s, Edgar Casey was talking about the Akashic Records and reincarnation, and he's just kind of like I feel like he introduced that to um, just like to, to this area, I guess, the United States, like the western part of the world. He helped bring that about. Right. So um, what happened was I was finishing college, and I was right at the end, and I'm looking for work. 
And it was so hard. I couldn't find anything. I was getting discouraged and I was like beating myself up and I'm stressed out because, you know, you have the bills and it was just a very hard time for me. And just kind of like out of nowhere, me and my coworkers sitting next to each other because we're kind of in the same boat. Um, I, we did federal work study together. And so we're looking at each other and he's like, hey, you know, there's something for um, for human resources. I was like, oh, cool. Where at? He was like the ARE. I was like, shut up. <laughs> So I ended up going, and um, well, I got the job, and it was only part-time. And again, it was great because I got my foot in the door. It was exactly what I wanted. But then it was like, ah, you know what? I need I need the income. You know, I have a, a right. family to support. <laughs> so right. I'm like, well, and I start applying to all these other jobs. And I could get, you know, another job. And I, I posted that, like, I could get another job and it would be mindless like a, a corporate concentration camp and I could make money and have to struggle with the traffic but I don't want that and I'm not I'm not going to do it I'm not going to do it I'm going to find something that's in line with who I am I'm done compromising yeah that's awesome so I stood my ground and just <laughs> it was just the way that it happened was very what do you call it synchronistic I guess yeah. you would say yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, somebody said they had full-time hours, and they're like, you know what, this, uh, this is not working for me. I need part-time hours. And just like that, <laughs> yeah, I interviewed it, and I got it, and it was, it was great. Nice, nice. So so that's, so, so, what do you do there? How, how, what do you uh, – I, I can only imagine what, what goes on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, I work – well, what I do, it sounds really boring and lame. Like, I work in human resources, and I'm a paper pusher, and, well, you – I, I can be ashamed of it for being like a nerdy paper pusher and it's boring and but I'm good at it I've always excelled in like administrative work and that's just what I do so I do that for part-time so I got two part-time positions but it equals like a full-time position and then right. the other part is um, I work for Atlantic University and um, I do student services administrative assistant there so they have a school which was founded um, it was actually the first university in Virginia Beach I think it was like 1936 or something. Don't quote me because I'm not okay. really sure, but it's one of the oldest ones. Yeah, it was a long time created ago. by Edgar Cayce. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing now, and I, I mix my days up, so I'm always doing something different. And the things that I get to hear there, and the people that I get to be around, I just I don't feel so weird anymore. You right, know, right. Having talks about dreams at work is like is totally acceptable. Yeah, know? no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I know you you sit there and you say it's boring paper pusher work, but like you say, that's what you're good at and that's what you excel at. So at least you're doing it for somebody that you believe in at what they're doing. You know. So, so yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So so see, I don't know a whole lot about Edgar Casey other than my wife is he's kind of what jump started her. And so I haven't I haven't read a lot, but she's read me a lot, you know, that I've just kind of have, have taken in um, just as she's yeah, kind of listen to this, you know, uh, reading out loud. And, and mm -hmm. was didn't he um, like he believed in like learning through osmosis, right? Like, or you oh, could yeah. like just take it in, or or that's the way he did by like he could like hold a book and take it in. Well, it just. Yeah, it just like spontaneously happened to him when he was a kid. And so he'd be going to school and he just, I guess, discovered that if he fell asleep on the book, he would have the whole thing memorized the next day. And this wasn't, he was just like a regular kid. He was like a poor farm boy, farm boy in Kentucky. 
you know, and at that time to say that you could do something like yeah. that, it was like a big deal. Right. Like they were going to come after you with like pitchforks and torches and stuff. Right. So, right. Right. Like a <laughs> witch. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. So, but I wonder if like, do you like, maybe that's like, you're also like taking in, like, I can only imagine that working there, even in the administrative side, you're still through osmosis, like bringing in all this knowledge. Oh, yeah. I mean, right there where I sit at my desk, um, there's books like it's Edgar Casey on the unseen forces and archangels. And and there's just all this cool, all these cool books, you know, that they deal with um, basically every metaphysical subject you can think of. It's there. It's there. And people are talking about it. And it's not, like I said, not considered weird, like how it, I wasn't considered weird before in other places. Right, right. By just being <laughs> like able embraced to... and accepted. Yeah, just by talking. Yeah. Just by being yourself, <laughs> you're. Yeah. Yeah, you know I feel you. That's, I think that's a a lot of uh, a lot of us deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have a plane. <laughs> oh, I heard I had a plane earlier. Did you hear it? I yeah, it no, it's okay. Phone, it was cool. Like... It was it was cool ambiance <laughs> in the background. All right. So. Well, yeah, I live by a military base, oh, so, so they do always I. have like the jets going. Yeah. Always. Yeah, yeah. I'm right by Camp Pendleton. Yeah. Yeah. I'm over here by uh, Little Creek, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Let me sit outside. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, me too. <laughs> Didn't We're, think about that. We both have planes going over. They're trying to scramble our message. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> so what are what is your own, like, person, like, how is, I, I guess it's like, how is, how is, like, taking, like, being able to discuss this stuff openly at work, you know, so that now you're able, you're becoming this more fulfilled person. Um, out in the workplace and now how does like how does that translate in, into your home like how is that are, are is is are you I, I don't know how I'm trying to to ask this um, I guess I'll just come out and ask you like can you talk about like your spiritual beliefs like like what guides you are you do you prescribe to any certain thing or are you kind of like it happens no, in the moment no, I... it's happening it's being <laughs> created in the moment yeah, well, a little bit of everything. Like, I like to read on certain things, and I like to learn about them, but I don't have, like, a practice. Um, it's slowly developing kind of on its own, and I think that's what was missing in my life, having a practice. Like, it's all fine and good to read about stuff, but it's the practice that makes the difference. Right, to and actually do it. it. Yeah, and in my home, it's always been like a, and I, this is how I grew up, too. It was always, like, a very open. We talked about aliens and we talked about witches and we talked about everything you know and it was totally fine like that my family was like that and that's how I am with my kids too so how do you so so how your parents were were uh were they interested in the in this in this kind of thing too was it was this kind of was that open spirituality passed on or was it just allowed were you just allowed to go your own way Oh, no, it was, well, I'm from my mom, because my mom and my dad split up when I was pretty young. And they're, it's weird, because they're, like, polar opposites. Like, my mom is, like, free, like, hippie, flower child, <laughs> and, and she totally subscribed to, like, all of that stuff, and she opened my mind to it, but it was never, it was never, it was just kind of open. Like, it's just very, you just talk, this is what you talk about over dinner. Right. Um, my dad, on the other hand, very, he's the opposite. You know, he doesn't, he's like the least spiritual person that I've probably right. ever met. But I mean, he's spiritual in his own way because he likes to be outside and he likes to be with, you know, the, his, on his ranch and up in the mountains. And I think that's his, his spiritual, right. his spirituality. Just not talking about way. it. 
Yeah. Yeah. But no, he's not going to talk to us about aliens and witches and <laughs> the other side. And but stuff. your yeah, mom will. Oh, my mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, 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 my, we didn't talk about any of that kind of stuff when I was growing up. But in, in our house now, our, our kids probably, they go to their friend's house, and I'm sure their their friend's parents are pretty stuffy compared to what we get what gets talked about in our house it's pretty open so so you're so you're that same that's kind of just that's the way it's it's just open communication and and uh in, in your house now yeah i mean th- my kids are used to it um they see all my books hanging around if they have any questions they they ask me but um you know i think once you get to a certain age like they are once you get to like a teenager you start wanting to go more like mainstream or you right. want to fit in more and my son just got married and he got married to um her name is uh lizzie and she's just really great and her family is amazing and my thing is like here's the bad the bad or the downside of um me not subscribing to any form of like religion or any sort of belief system is like when like her family is religious and they're the type they go to church on Sunday every morning. And I always kind of feel like a certain way about that. And I shouldn't feel that way. I should be more open to it, but I always kind of get like turned off by it. But her family has, they're absolutely amazing and they're great and they're accepting. Now I don't go over there and talk to them about, you know, (laughs) right, (laughs) right, right. Right. Nor should you, you know, that's yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, I, I, uh, I feel you, and that's because my kids are a little older too, and it's like they don't, like they see like the tarot cards and stuff sitting around, and they, it's like I gotta go do a reading, but they don't really have anything to do with it or want anything to do with it, and they're, they're, they're living oh. their own mainstream lives, you know, and and I, yeah. and that's yeah. fine, you know, I have a normal childhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't. <laughs> no? My kids, my kids so far, they, they, they do. My youngest one is more into it. He's like, ooh, you know, what are you doing? What's that? Can you read my cards to me? Can you do Reiki for me? But my oldest son, he was kind of like curious about it. But he's like, I think I had a, a book here and it was, um, it was on shamanism. And it was like um, opening up to the spirit or something like that. And he was like, uh, mom, you better be careful what kind of spirit you're opening up to. <laughs> oh, he was kind of nervous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it just made me laugh. I was like, "Get out of here! If you want to know about it, read the book." Yeah. He was just trying to be funny, right. but yeah, right. I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. That's oh funny. yeah, and it's funny. It's actually that same book that I had uh, when I was in the Navy. I had it on the ship, and I had left it somewhere. Um, I don't know what I was doing, but I left it somewhere. And I went back to get it, and they were like throwing it. They were talking about it, and they're like throwing. They were like so creeped out by it. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Give me my." book you idiots (laughs) but they were very threatened by it i forgot you were in the navy so you would go out yeah like um you know do you you want to talk about it we don't have to talk about it yeah yeah no it's it's fine okay um i have good feelings and bad feelings toward it but i was in for about six years and i never really got to go anywhere which is sucks because I, i wanted to so i just stayed stateside i got to see chicago New Jersey, Virginia, and Florida. Oh, well, that's <laughs> so, that's something. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I wanted to go, you know, overseas yeah, and yeah. go to different countries, and it just it didn't happen. But I mean, that's all right. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah, it's that, all right. It wasn't supposed right. to happen that way. Yeah, I ended up here, and um, I'm pretty happy. This is the first time I felt like kind of um, settled or maybe even comfortable. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah. That's always good. Mm-hmm. That's always good. 
Oh, yeah. I'd like to get there someday. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising for me, though, because I'm not like that. My whole life has always been, like, moving around and moving around. And in the Navy, it was moving around. And I love that. I love to just get up and go and start fresh. And now I'm kind of like... I think I kind of like it here. I'm comfortable. Yeah. You know? I could see myself here. And I've never been to that point, you know, ever in my life. Well, that's so awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. It probably has a lot to do probably also with your uh, spiritual centering that you've been coming to. Oh, it's, yeah. It's okay to, it's okay to stop. You're, you're here. You're home. For now. I don't know what kind of adventures I'm going to get off to, you know, later on. Yeah, well, you, you <laughs> always have now, to keep yourself open. Yeah. Yeah. So let, me, let me ask you something. Uh, that you're not expecting what oh. what what do you think of the what's the the future of the, like the future evolution of consciousness where where's consciousness going where is the future of consciousness headed yeah i think that i think we're we're definitely evolving and right now we're going through a period of um like the veil is being lifted and people um People are kind of upset to see, you know, I'm just going to say it like politics. Nobody wants to talk about politics or just like the certain things that are going on, like um, Standing Rock or, you know, the um, the Black Lives Matter movement. And people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Like this stuff has been happening right now. Right. The veil right. is just being lifted. Right. You know, you got to you got to lift it. It's like an infection. You got to clean it out and, and then we can all move forward. So. I think that we're definitely evolving, and I can see it in the younger generations, like with my kids. They're so much more, they're open, and they're just kind of like, hey, that's how you are. That's cool. You know what I mean? They're, they're just more progressive. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like they don't see differences as much as they see similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting, too. Yeah. It's like to think of it like that, that these things going on that – that we're we're outraged by have always been going on and it's just that now we're able to finally oh, yeah. see it but we still should be outraged by it but it almost seems like now that we can see it we're becoming desensitized to it it's almost like as soon as we see it a week later it it happens and we let it go that's true that's true because we just get bombarded by yeah. it like i don't even have like cable but i have to stay away from um from facebook because it's like ugh. It's draining. Like, I don't want to have to, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to look at that. And then you have people with totally opposite views and you're like, I'm such good friends with you. I thought you were a nice person. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> why would you say such a thing? You know? No, that was the last presidential election. I left. I hadn't, and I never went back. So it's been four years since <laughs> I, I bailed. Uh, it was the wow. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like, yeah, but you know, well, but you know it's, something it's terrible right now. It's like, it's like, the, here's the thing with Facebook. I wasn't planning on talking about Facebook, but here's the thing with it. You, there are all these people that now suddenly you have this communication and this insight and this look into their every thought, and you're not supposed to. <laughs> We're not supposed to know everybody's every thought. That's the way we continue to like each other is by not knowing everything about another person. And they just and this, it's just True like, that. here's everything. Here's everything about me. And it's like, oh, well, now I can pick the things I don't like instead of just <laughs> taking you as you are. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it definitely does that and and there are like it puts it all out there old friends from high school that find you and it's like 
we there's a reason we haven't talked in 25 <laughs> years you know <laughs> and now it's we're like just getting, people you may know and you're like Ew. right right and now and now yeah it's like it's like there's a reason we're not friends and so let's now let's hook up on social media so we can hate each really hate each other <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> No, sorry. Yeah. That's my Facebook no. tirade. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about Facebook. <laughs> no, I was off of Facebook for a year. Sometimes you just you need to just get away from it. Yeah. I, you know, I don't go on there often, but you know, it's good to keep in in touch with family, like from a distance. <laughs> right, right. No, and and my problem with not going back is I just, as I get older, I can't handle that many things, and so it's like juggling Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all these things. Oh. It's like no, I'm just gonna stick with oh, yeah. one thing. But you know, I want something interesting though is that it all does like like the thought of like uh, teleportation, you know, it's like mm-hmm. I want is is that like what we thought teleportation was was like being able to was gonna we were gonna our particles were gonna dissolve and reassemble somewhere else or is it really now just like looking at your phone and being able to be anywhere in the world through other people's photographs. That's a really cool way to put it, but I think it's... It, <laughs> it's it's still, the other, the other way is still coming. I know, especially when you're stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah. I like that thought. Yeah. Um, but no, you, you bring up a good point. Like, it, yeah, you can. You can pick up the phone and, um, you know, you can be anywhere. I'm in California right now and you're in Virginia right now. Right, so. right. Yeah, and I love the, like, yeah, the, cool. the videos people post where they're just like, walking around a city and it's like oh look i'm walking around chicago right now <laughs> you know i think it's awesome yeah and you're like thanks now i'm walking around chicago too yeah yeah exactly exactly so and what are what are your thoughts on like 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 so so i'm gonna get back to edgar edgar casey really quick sorry i'm jumping around okay. a little bit here i'm kind of excited to That's talk fine. to you and so we've put it off a little bit and it's like I gotta, I gotta come. You're so calm. I gotta like bring myself down there. Got a lot of energy. Well, you know what? It's crazy. I was thinking about it today. Like as far as like the the energy levels, it's like, oh, you know, I'm glad. I don't want to say glad because you had, you know, (laughs) your your issue on on Sunday um, on the Grove. But my energy that day, like I was so nervous. Like you don't understand. I was so nervous. And so when you're like, oh, can we reschedule? It's like, uh, just sigh of relief. Like sure. (laughs) Like no problem. And then Monday and Tuesday, I couldn't even formulate, like, a coherent thought, like, let alone speak, you know, speak in full sentences. And today, I felt my energy, and I was like, ooh, it feels good. Yeah. Let's do it, you know? Yeah, I felt so good all day today. And so I'm now I'm, I've, I kind of feel like, I don't know if you ever, the old Mad TV show where there was the, the UPS yeah. guy who's like, hey, 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 that's kind of how I feel today. So I apologize if I'm coming hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I want to get usually i'm like that. yeah yeah That's well no i'm gonna I, I i know be be careful i'll pull you there so getting back to <laughs> getting back to edgar casey really sorry I, keep, I hate to keep going back there but it's so, so rare that you actually no. get to talk to somebody so close to the subject matter now, now is, he was he wasn't uh he wasn't literate, right? Like, he didn't write. Like, his stuff was, like, dictated, right? Like, a spoken word, and then he had a secretary that would write it down. Like, is that Well, what happened right? is, like, when he was, um, yeah, when he was, like, in his 20s, his, his vocal cords got paralyzed, and he, he relied on them because he was, like, a door-to-door salesman. 
And so he started going to see a hypnotist. And what happened while he was in, in trance or he was hypnotized, he just started speaking and he diagnosed himself and he gave himself the cure. And when he woke up, they told him about it. He didn't like recall it. And I, I'm, I don't want to say like for sure, for sure, because I'm not like an Edgar Casey guru because, <laughs> right. but you know, from what I can remember, um, he didn't have a recollection of it, but he gave him, he applied the treatment to himself and it cured him. He cured his wife of tuberculosis. Um, he cured thousands of people and he would do uh, readings for people you know, like on the other side of the country. And even like there was a one case where they gave him the wrong birthday and they didn't know, but he was, well, he was weird because he was like, we're locating the individual or the entity and we don't have them here. Oh wait, no, the birthday was this day. And so he would correct it and he would tell you what the person was doing uh, describing what it was really happening. Like he was really there. It's crazy. And so somebody would dictate um, all of his, his readings. And um, there's a vault where I work and I actually got to see it. I was like, that's pretty oh, cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. So, so yeah. So it was, it was more. It was, it was kind of like a channeling, or. He would put himself into like what he called a trance, and he would. They have the sofa there. It's, it's, it's funny. Like, come see. It's like a draw-in for the ARE. Come see the Edgar Casey couch. And he's like, yeah, right on. Oh, so, there it is. <laughs> yeah. So here's That's the couch. That's where the magic happened. <laughs> Yeah, and so he would just, he would lay down on the couch, and he would, like, cross his um, his hands over, like, his navel, and he would take a few deep breaths, and um, from what he recalled, he said he would see a bright white light, and then he's like, it's ready to begin, and then they would just ask him, and he would just say, just crazy, start. right? Yeah, yeah, and but I wonder yeah. if that's why it's su such, it's like, it lit, it's it's made it through like it's because it was spoken and not written because it seems like what I have re read of of it is really direct. There's not a whole lot of like fluff like you get in like some of the other no. things. It's just it's and that's what I like about it. It's like it's kind of cuts through the crap and gets to the point. And I wonder if had he had been writing them, if there's you know you kind of get that ur as a writer you get yeah, that urge get to get flowery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and clearly when I'm speaking, I don't have that that uh, eloquence <laughs> so, so, so I'm glad you're carry I'm glad you're here to carry me through this because I'm I'm stumbling all over myself tonight <laughs> well that's a change I, I know never, well <laughs> no I never hear that I, I've heard every single one of the podcasts I'm like oh wow <laughs> no no way this is fun. Yeah. It's like, like seeing a different side of you, you know? Yeah. Well, cool. yeah. Well, seeing a different side of you too, because like I've done a lot of readings for you and I have to, I, I'm always trying to like tap into an energy to help you. And now I just get to talk to you. I don't have oh, to try boy. to help. You probably seen all different kinds of energies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. You, uh, I've seen a lot of energies. <laughs> yeah. All over the place. I don't even know yeah. who I am anymore. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. so much, so much energy. So, so what, what, so what do you think? Like, you're the, you're the, you're the one, the calm, cool voice of reason tonight. Like, I'm, I'm, should be coming to you. Like, what, what's your secret? Is it, this can't just be meditation. Um, no, we all have, like, our times. And just right now, it happens to be, like, a good energy time for me. And I'm not like this all the time, no, but I'm relaxing. I have, like, a nice fire going. I, I have some, some, like, wine that always helps right? yeah yeah 
yeah. So so you're chilling. so you're just so it's it's what it's about is about riding that energy when it's there, because like you said, you exactly. know it's not going to always be there. So while it's mm-hmm. there, enjoy it. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I, I've had a really great day today as far as like the energy. I was like, man, it just feels good and balanced. And I'm telling you, it's a big difference from yesterday because I was feeling that like. And I'm at work, and I'm like, I've done this a million times. Like, why can't I figure this out right now? Yeah, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. But, but you know, the day ends, and you make it through it, and you're like, and so what? I think, was that, was that what you're doing more? You're letting it go at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah, you know what, too? I had a really good meditation session today, and I haven't been, like, meditating every single day. Like, I when I first started... Um, but I, I still do make it a point to go over there um, as much as I can because I'm trying to, you know, let my schedule work its way out to where I can get there every single day again. But today it was was a really nice. It was a really nice meditation session. Sometimes they're hard, you know. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you struggle through the whole thing, and then you, when you get done, like when I was first meditating, I would go through these. Um, um, I don't know. Sometimes I think they're called like healing crises where, where all of the emotions just come all the way up to the surface and you're like emotional and you're laughing and then you're crying and you're like, oh, what's going on with me? Like I did a lot of that processing, all of that deep stuff that's just in there somewhere. Right, right. So sometimes it's like that. And that's that dark moment. That's that darkest moment, you know, when it's like you're, you start, it's, this is like you start healing and, and you're working on things, but then all of these things come flooding up, and it's almost like it's too much, and you're thinking, maybe I shouldn't have done this, maybe I shouldn't have gone where I've gone, and it kind of, it's, it's that first kind of that psychic awakening, I think, where you're, mm-hmm. it's, you're mm-hmm. processing more than you're used to processing, but it goes away once you kind of figure it out. It does, if you know what it is, and you can just kind of like write it out, you know, and what I found was really weird um, for me when I started meditating was that most of the work, like, I thought that when I sat down, I was going to be like, eh, you know, I was going to sit down and be able to talk to, to Buddha or Jesus or whoever. And it's not like that. It's almost like the the real work happens after you come out of meditation and you're more mindful and you're paying attention. You get to see all of these, like, synchronicities and all of these uh, just you just notice so much more. Right. And I, I think that's where the meditation really comes out is, like, after I'm out of it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It feels sense. good while I'm sitting there. Right. But when when I'm done, it's like that's when the magic happens, you know. Right. It's al- it's almost like you need that um it's 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 kind of like refragmenting your hard drive or you know or defragmenting your hard drive when when you, it's yeah. like everything's in there scattered about and when you can sit and meditate, it kind of lets everything come together so that then when you start back into life, you're you're functioning better. Yeah, it's it's smooth, but I'm telling you, there's sometimes though when when you're going through it, and then you wake up at night, and like you have all of these thoughts racing through your head. Yeah, because you released them earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like you're fighting with yourself all you know all night long. So it's not always just like oh, it's so magical, right? And wonderful. Right. It's um, it's, it can be hard, and you know, yeah, it can be hard sometimes. Yeah, it's scary a little bit. Yeah, and and then you, and then and then you're wondering, and that's you're like, what am I doing? Maybe I'm. I mean, I wonder if that's, you know, that's why this, this kind of this dark stigma, for, maybe not anymore, everyone's kind of coming into it, but, you know, kind of the metaphysical and spiritual side of life has always mm-hmm. been kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, they associate the dark with it, and it's, which is so stupid. You know, <laughs> you know? what, it's, it's so funny, like, that we're, we're talking about it, because I had this weird, like, crazy realization when I was at work, and, you know, I was, I think I was working in the basement or something, but. 
had this the realization that Edgar Casey's work, if you ever hear or like read his writings, like the language that he uses is almost like biblical terms. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just like an easy read. You have to sit there and like pick it apart or whatever. But there was a part of that that almost turned me off in a way because it was almost like too religious or it had it was too many ties like Christianity and not that it's bad but for me that's like kind of like a turnoff for me and then I thought about it and I said you know (laughs) back in his day when he was doing all of this like metaphysical and and, you know um, psychic stuff he was a very he was a very religious man and it was a turn off to other people and, and it scared other people had like where for me on the other hand it's like i love that that he had that psychic ability but it's like right <laughs> the, the other the christianity part was kind of like ooh, exactly know? exactly it's funny it's like a double edged sword you know yeah we're a lot the same usually as soon as like religion creeps in you like if i'll be reading a book and even if a preacher comes in to do a sermon i'm like skip ahead a few pages i don't know what it is that that it turns me <laughs> off <laughs> It's something. I, you know what? I think for me growing up, like my mom and my dad, well, mainly my mom, she'd be like, okay, kids, go to church. And she would send us to like all of these different churches. And she wouldn't go. And mind you, we lived in Illinois and she'd send us on the bus to like Indiana. So we're, it was just basically to get us out of her hair. And so we got to go to like pretty much every denomination. And then some of that stuff is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that kind of just stayed with me. Yeah. So do you practice any type of meditation or have you dabbled in that? Yeah, the, you know, I I have I and I'm I'm really not good at ritual or or anything like that. So like I'm I kind of just free for all my um meditations and I always like to say I'm always meditating. I just feel like I'm always meditating, but as I've been listening to you talk and and I've been thinking as you've been talking, I'm real. I've realized that that's a cop out. <laughs> but that's but look, I'm growing, and I'm realizing that's what I'm doing. But, no, so, but I can understand why you say that because of the type of work that you do. Yeah. You know, I could understand why you would say that you were because it, it feels like it. You know. Right, and even when I'm like working through the day, I'm usually outside and in trees, and I'm just always mm-hmm. always kind of communing anyway but i but mm-hmm. I, but i still don't use get enough time to just sit down and and close my eyes in silence for like with, without doing something you know what i mean like even oh, when i'm hard. out working yeah. in silence on my own i'm still doing something so so i, I need to do that more <laughs> and i and, and what i normally do is i like to listen i like to close my eyes and just listen and kind of create this world based on the sounds that i hear Mm -hmm. and and then that way i can you can meditate anywhere you can meditate in an airport because you're actually focusing on the sounds every little ding and ping you hear like try to put that into something and that's usually what i do just to keep my brain from thinking but oh yeah that's tough but yeah because otherwise i just start thinking (laughs) (laughs) start thinking of like uh the stuff that you have to do (laughs) yeah yeah and and but but something's come. But it's also what I've learned from you tonight that I have. I think a lot of people, because I know I do it. You sit down to meditate, and you want this magical moment. You want this enlightenment to occur <laughs> right then, and you you think that sitting there, in that moment, where is this thing? I'm just I'm waiting to like astral mm-hmm. project to the wise man on the hill who's going to give me the secret yeah. to life. But the the but in, in talking to you earlier, the 
the benefit of it isn't so much in the actual act of it as in after. Mm-hmm. And so, so having that in mind now, that that's what the benefit is, and because I, I think so much, I've so many times I've sat and just waited for this. I, you know, where is it? Where is this yeah. great piece of enlightenment yeah. that this is supposed I've to bring me? Too. And that's not mm-hmm. what it's for. And so now that I realize that it's for after, and now it'll be easier to like make myself do it because I've just been doing it. Wrong. I've been I've had the wrong end goal in mind. Yeah. I had that same one when I first started, and I was like, um, um, hello, spirit guides, hello, why are <laughs> yeah. you, like, anybody listening? Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It was like nothing, and I was like, man, I thought I was supposed to be, like, so much cooler than this, and instead I'm, like, going through all of these, like, crazy uh, emotional, like, spiritual crisis that comes with, like, cleaning all of that stuff out. Right. You know, and I'm like, this is not anything what I thought it was going to be, but it, oh, just the changes in my life and just, um, being able to to manifest things now, right. and that's all through meditation. Once you get through the crap, and that mm-hmm. right at the beginning, because because like you've already worked through that now, so now, what once you get let the, get through the crap, then now you're free to like do get all this up, make all this other stuff happen. But it's hard that getting through that that layer at the beginning is tough. Oh yeah, and it still happens. It's continuous it's continuous yeah i guess it probably would be i'm going to find out because i'm going to start meditating awesome daily daily oh, i can't wait i have to hear about it you know I yeah hear how it goes <laughs> yeah i mean i do i do like little mini because like you know i'll some days i'll get like six tarot readings in a day you know and so like i have to like clear the energy in between them and so oh you got oh yeah it's a lot of a lot of uh but it's not, it's like I say, it's it's more of clearing other people's energy than, like, getting my own thoughts in order. That's that's happy, though, other people's energy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's happy. You, you have to clear that out, you know. And I don't want to sound like, oh, all meditation, I'm just learning as I go. I right, don't know. This right. is just what works for me. Right. This is my experience with it. Well, I can tell you just in, like, your... This is going to sound stupid, but just in your Instagram posts alone, <laughs> I, I can't believe I said that. Um, like the, the, you're, the change you in you. You can see the progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like in just such a short time. Like even what you posted today, you know, compared to to a week ago. Yeah, and it's not, you know what, it's not, maybe it's not all just meditation. It's just like also being just comfortable where I am in my life, just being comfortable with where I work and feeling safe. You know, I'm, I'm, I feel safer to, to just come out and just to be open with it. And I never felt that before. And I think that's why my energy was all jacked up. Yeah, yeah, safe. That's a, that's a big, a big thing. What, how, what, how did you, is it just, does it just take time to like build up like trust in where you're at to feel safe? Like, how did you like let go no. of the fear of not I being found, safe? I um, found, I found that that safe feeling actually when I wasn't. It sounds crazy when I wasn't feeling safe, and it was like oh, I'm so stressed out. I mean, you know, how am I going to be able to pay the rent, or what's going to happen with this, or this is happening? How am I going to get through it? Like, God, please help me. Oh, there's nobody here. Like, I'm by myself, but you just have to calm, I calmed myself, and I was like, just calm down, you know, and there's something that it just came through to me, and it was like, just have faith, like, relax, it looks scary from where you're standing, but you can't see it, you can't see the big picture, like, what I'm looking at, what I'm looking at is, like, 
up high. I got the big picture of it. You're fine. Just relax. Have faith. Have faith it's going to work out. And that's where I, I found that, that safety. Like, I know it's going to work out because of all the things that I've been through. And I've been through a lot of stuff, you know, in my life. It, things have always worked out. And it's just a matter of torturing yourself over it and, and being afraid over it and then, or, or just kind of going with it. Yeah, I guess things always work out because what other choice is there? Exactly. It's going to work out. out in some kind of way. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so basically what you're saying is you just have to, the, the, the physical brain body of you has to listen to the higher self you. Yeah, and it comes through. It's there, even if we choose to ignore it. It it, it comes through. You yeah. know, it's your choice if you want to listen to it or not. Yeah, it's hard at three a.m. though, when uh, the other voice is saying, uh, "What are you gonna do?" Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been there so many times. Like I, I raised um, my boys by myself. I had my oldest son when I was sixteen. And I was on my own. Like, there was no family support. There was no father in the picture. And so I've been through, like, the ups and downs. And I've always come out. And you know what? For most of that time, I tortured myself about it. Instead of saying, like, you know what? It's going to work out some kind of way or another. Yeah, yeah. But now, you know, I know the trick to manifesting. So. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. It it is when you start seeing synchronicities and you start getting an idea of like what life's going to throw at you, but you're like three steps ahead of it, you really can start making things happen, pulling strings. Yeah. I think the universe did that to me on purpose. It threw all of these things at me like, bam, bam, bam. Like, oh, oh, your mom is sick. Oh, oh, somebody that you love just is, it's going to pass away. My aunt passed away um, the day right after my birthday. And it was just really weird. Everything happened, like, back to back to back. And I was, I was still, like, okay with it because I was centered. And then once you see that and you witness it for your – you witness yourself doing it, <laughs> then you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I got this. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything is all right. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. You just got to – because, like, like I said, you, what else? You, you have to. You just have to do it. You got to get through it. Yeah, you got to toughen yourself up, man. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No, no. Well, and and you'd be bored if it was. You'd just be complaining that you were bored. (laughs) The universe is like, let me help you out with that. Yeah, it's not going to be boring, or maybe it is. Sometimes that is the problem. It's so boring. Oh, no, don't ever say that, because that's uh, when it happens. It's like yeah. when you work at a hospital, and it's like, it's very quiet. Oh, thanks oh, a lot, no. you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Knock, I'm going to knock on wood. <laughs> I guess that's that, but I guess that's also, like, on you, too, if your life is boring, you know? If you're, nobody's, it's nobody's job to make your life exciting. No, you got to go out and do it. Like, this, the, the podcast, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm surprised I'm handling it so well because I was such a chicken and I don't like putting myself out there. I've always been like painfully shy and I told myself, and it's weird because I told myself, I don't know, like a month ago or, you know, a couple months ago, like, you know what, you need to start living your life more. Start saying yes to the opportunities that present itself. You know, don't sell yourself out because you're afraid, you know. Grow some balls. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what I've there. seen. I think that's what I that, that's the the change I've seen 
since I first met you is the you've grown balls. I've <laughs> <laughs> grown a pair. <laughs> and in doing so, look, yeah. it's like it's like you can take the world in your hands now, and you're like, hey, we're gonna do it this way now. Yeah, it's very empowering. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. It's it's so <laughs> it's so awesome to hear your voice and 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 hear you laugh because it's like like when you see just people's words it's so you just you, it's just so hard to put a, a voice to that and so yeah it's like <laughs> and sometimes I go back and like I'll read like what I wrote and I'm like I should just delete it <laughs> no 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 way and I'm like eh, no it's good just leave it yeah yeah no I mean and 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 you know that's the problem too with when you put stuff out there into the world <laughs> like that. It's like I I'm I'm sweating every time I hit that send button, you know, or the, the post <laughs> button. It's like is this is this who this is gonna piss off somebody? And I'm always surprised. The ones that I I think are like, it's like I'll I'll say to Holly, it's like I'll read it to her. I'm like I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's too harsh? Do you think I need to lighten it up? And she's like, just post it. And those are the ones everyone loves. And it's the yeah. ones that I question the most. So you can't question it. You have to put it. It's come through you for a reason and you have to put it out it's not for you anymore once you put it out there i know maybe that's why i don't like it i'm like ugh. <laughs> no, yeah because it's not for you but well, i'm like i'll just leave it i'll leave it i wrote it just whatever but it's also the letting go of it too like the process of writing it now now it's gone now it's you don't you've you've sent it to the world it's now the world and now it's off your shoulders and off your back so that's a good way to look at it too well, I have to say, like, reading your stuff, though, has kind of helped me be like, you know, it's okay. Or, you know, just the, the way that you, it just flows, you know. I'll look at your stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's perfect, you know. You can just channel some of that energy. <laughs> well, well, it's it's just, it's not, a, it's not. That's really helped me to open up, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just not being tied to the cards and being more true to the story coming through. Sometimes I look at it yeah, and it's like that. it's like I don't know that people are going to see that in these cards but that's what came through. <laughs> 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 and if you once you once you once you cut the cards cuz they're just cardboard, you know, once you cut the cards then you can really let the message come. So yeah. that's that's that secret I just let out into the world. <laughs> well, have you like have you ever um just kind of already had that vibe and you already kind of knew before the cards were even drawn like you know you're like yep yep i knew it this is what it was yeah yeah and, and for the people that i um, <laughs> read for a lot um you know i have some people who i read for weekly that as soon as i see them come through it's like i i already know what i'm gonna say and it's just a matter of and then i'll draw cards and it's like okay how mm -hmm. do i say it through these cards like how do i fit these cards into what i'm gonna say because i already know there's i have People that our energies are already so connected that once they come through, it's like I already know what they need to hear, but now I have to tie it to yeah. these cards. And but it usually comes, it usually works out better that way because then, like, that's the nice thing about the the cards is it's not me telling you. You know, it kind of softens the blow, where it's mm -hmm. kind of filtered through the story mm -hmm. and pictures, and I think it's absorbed better that way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny the way that you know human nature is. Like we we are okay hearing it from like. A set of cards, but like right. a friend, or right, you know, right. somebody's close to you tells you the same thing. You're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll never the talk to me again if I tell you this. <laughs> but if the if it comes through the cards, you'll listen.
So no, no, that's awesome. This has been this yeah, has been awesome. Funny. This has been fun. No, definitely. Well, I hope it all comes together and it flows. But you know, I do have to say before I let you go, yeah, yeah, is that I really just um, I love what you're doing with the um, with the collective conscious and the I and I project. That's really important, and I, I think it's important that you know that. That's really important to a lot of people. Oh, you know, I thank you for thank you. Um, we it's need important that. To, it's we important need to that. me too. So that's <laughs> it's not it's not completely selfless. It's important to me too. <laughs> Because I that connection. Truth comes no, out. Well, no, that connect that connection has has, it's been a real connection with me too. I know a lot of people participating in that I and I project have felt a connection to the mm -hmm. collective, and I have too. So that's why it's like I am also feeling that connection to community, and so it's like, well, let's just keep doing it so that we can keep feeling that connection because I need it daily too. I I like to click that hashtag and 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 ah, where I'm amongst my people, you know, like people who get me, yeah. you know? Yeah, I love it. I love so. it. It brings you into that. And it, for me, it kind of like forces me to um, get to that place. You know what I mean? To just be creative and just have like that outlet or just let that energy or whatever to just like flow through me. So that's important. Right, I'm, right. I'm just so happy that you're doing and, that. And I think the people who have been drawn to it, the people like this, there's not a whole lot of people doing it, but the small group of people who are doing it, have like like, mm -hmm. like we were we've been we're pulled to it for a reason you know so like i'm not sure where this group of us is, gonna, is what it's going to form <laughs> into but like we're clearly all on that same wavelength where this is something we've all been drawn to so so i i love that about it too that's gonna be really fun to find out you know to see what happens with it yeah yeah so awesome this is awesome thank you so much thank you so much this was so cool thank you when my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through If you tell me that you love me I'll be coming back to you 